Open loops. Open loops. Open loops. Open loops. Open loops. You must listen to the open loops, a theme park for absurd beliefs and systems of integration between the mind and the creative spirit. Open loops. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Open Loops with Greg Bornstein. Conversations that bend. I'm your host. Chief Looper, Unthought Leader, Countercultural Curator, and Hypnotist to the Masses. What am I trying to do? You know, wake the people up, deprogram, reprogram, shake up your reality. That's right, because what is an open loop? An open loop is a cliffhanger, an ellipses, an unconscious provocation. This is a talk show for your unconscious mind. My goal is to challenge your existing belief system with radically unique ideas to stimulate your unconscious mind so you can step into the highest version of yourself. Today's guest, same exact mission. His name is Stephen Mashat. I did not know how amazing this guest was going to be when I was put in contact with him. He has been in the business of entertainment for so long. I mean, we are talking Leonard Cohen, Phil Spector, Snoop Dogg. His dad was uh, represented the Rolling Stones, uh, Electric Light Orchestra. So many cool things. He he co-founded a company with Stan Lee. New, uh, he's been in the same social circle as the Dalai Lama. He's taught and lectured at universities like Oxford and Cambridge. Essentially, he is one of the world's most successful entertainment moguls. And he's legally trained as an attorney. And now he has turned into... What has he turned into? A spiritual warrior. Yes, he has several books. He has, uh, I, I believe he also has a documentary. He's out there trying to spread the word, the word of truth about why we're here, what we're really supposed to do, and what is the world we live in all about. And he's going to go into that a little bit today. Uh, I hope this actually is part one of this interview. He said he'd come back to delve into this more. I highly enjoyed this because of his energy, his honesty, and I'm going to apologize because the connection at times, the audio isn't the best. It's not the best, and I debated whether to put this out, but it's so worth it because of the controversial views. I mean, it's going to rattle some foundations. Even me, who is a huge Michael Jackson fan, is now calling that into question a little bit. A little bit. Stephen Michotte is fantastic. I, I really enjoyed having him on the show. 
You can check out his work at stephenemashot.com or thesacredschoolofknowledge.com where forbidden metaphysical truths become pop culture. Very interesting. Uh, I, I, I love this episode, and I hope that if you know somebody that's interested in the music business or entertainment at all, uh, share this podcast with them. And make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and leave and rate uh, how you feel about this. Leave a review. Rate it. Uh, definitely helps get these conversations out there, and that way you won't miss the second conversation with Stephen. It's a fantastic chat. He schools me. He'll school you. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't even know where to start with this man. We're going to talk about his latest book, The History of Viruses and Their Effect on Mankind, Then and Now, The Metaphysical Truths, along with many other topics. Stephen, thanks so much for coming on Open Loops. Hey, I'm welcome. How's Massachusetts right now? Oh, my gosh. I mean, the numbers are going up, as they say. But, uh, you know, what does that mean to you? I feel like it doesn't mean that much. It's all bullshit. What happened to the numbers of the flu? See, I have wondered about that. The overall, that's one of the things that, uh, well, I, I don't want to insult you. Would you call yourself a conspiracy theorist? There's no such word as theory. I'm a conspiracist realist. I can tell you truths from lies. The entire system is made to incarcerate you into believing in a set system. Like Jesus, the energy of love, who I believe in, all of a sudden becomes Christ, the energy of control. So you sit and you're raised to believe that Jesus who loves is now Christ that controls you. And this Christ tells you I could kill everybody. And this fucking Christ, which is nothing but a lie, and forgive right. me, direct this. You could pray to that Christ all day. Why is COVID not ending? Because we do not respect Mother Earth. And any listeners that are hearing me, write this down. You come from Father God. You're a consciousness. And when you're born, you live in a body presented and owned and controlled by Mother Earth. Our consciousness tells us that we can control Mother Earth. But no, we can't. Our body is a strict machine that runs in accordance with what Mother Earth produces here on Earth. And COVID is 100% related to Father God idiots running around trying to change Mother Earth's stomach, her insides, and her outsides with poisoning the water poisoning our food, poisoning the air, and just sitting there and saying, we could fix it when our time comes due. This virus has been around since 2006. That's when George Bush, the Republican, it's important you hear this, the Republican, the red team, created the pandemic board. In 2006? It was, if I'm wrong, it's 2007. But he put the board together. He told Obama, our industrialization of Mother Earth, what we do around the globe, where we pollute the entire globe with Monsanto food, our chemical waste, our chemical weapons, our dinosaur 
fuels. It's coming up and it's creating a new layer of air where we're going to have a problem. So what we need to do is to need be prepared. Obama knew about it, a blue team. And then it just didn't hit. That's yeah. why there was a scare when they had SARS. That's why they had a scare in 14 with Ebola, right? Yeah. And then right. they knew that this disease was coming. They knew it was coming. So what these clowns that own and control our world, like Bill Gates, a scumbag right. that if I had a baseball bat, I'd knock his head off his body. I mean, these people are bad people. They polluted our earth and they're sitting there trying to create the cure to the poisons that they released in the air, which are called viruses, which now are all over the planet. And it's in our air and it's coming yeah. down and it comes down from a gravitational force called people because we communicate in groupings and we get it. We get it when we go indoors, we share it with our families. But if you do the mathematics, you see that as of two weeks ago, only 1.3% of the people that get it die. And who are these people that die? They're all over the age of 60. They have weak organs. Oh, that's right. There were some people without a pre-existing condition that died. Let me teach right. you. You're 31, the truth. <laughs> Each and every one of us have a pre-existing condition that we haven't discovered. Oh, geez. Life is, you will find out your pre-existing condition as you live it. You need to live in balance with Mother Earth. You need to stop taking Coca-Cola and that other shit that the United States perpetuates all over the world. Hey, have a break today. Have a Coca-Cola. That stuff's poison. That yeah. is absolute poison. And Coca-Cola was created over 100 years ago. And inside the Coca-Cola bottles then was cocaine with soda, fizzy soda water. In 19, right. the world... War One, the United States brought cocaine to the Western front of World War One, and we gave it to our allies. No, our affiliates. We were not an ally. We were an affiliate. And we helped England and France beat the Germans by giving them Coca-Cola because now the troops stayed up and they stayed up and they stayed up. Wow. That's it. I didn't know that. No one knows this because they don't tell you the truth. And then the Japanese realized that we had a racist president named Woodrow Wilson. Right. A fat out racist. And this racist told the Japanese when he created the League of Nations that all mankind were not created equal. It is the white man's burden, the wasp burden, white Anglo-Saxon Protestants to civilize the world. So the Japanese realized we were partners with these people. We're fucked. And the big ingredients right. are going to be rubber. So what they did is they put together an imperial army to confiscate all the rubber they could because they needed the rubber for their industrial revolution with our machines of airplanes and cars. And what they did is they created methamphetamine. They took the chemical compositions of cocaine, made methamphetamines. 
They went in the business with the Germans. They gave the Germans the methamphetamines and the Germans went to war with something called the Blitzkrieg. Mm. And then the Blitzkrieg is these animals sitting, snorting their brains out where they could go on a 72 hour rampage of killing everybody and then being replaced. It was full 24 seven warfare. But what happened is they blew it in Europe, in North Africa. And I'm doing a movie which comes out next, probably April or May with the Russian government. It's called Saving the Motherland. And I show you the Nazis were not just the Germans. They were the Italians, they were the French, they were the Croatians, they were the Austrians. They were the Catholic religion fighting the Eastern Orthodox Church and a group called the Ashka Nazi, A-S-H-K-E-N-A-Z-I. Ashka means Aryan. Nazi means the ones that don't go the way the Catholic Church does. It's a different rotation. If you circle with your right hand, you go the way the earth goes. If you make a circle with your left hand and you're not thinking about it, you'll go the way the sun goes. So now you're traveling two different dimensions. The Ashkenazis went the opposite way. The, what the Third Reich was all about was to wipe out the Ashkenazis and to wipe out the Eastern Orthodox Church. And what happened was the Nazis just did too much black beauties or whatever you want to call them. And they, it just didn't work. And then the English, being the merchants that they are, took those black beauties and you could listen to the Rolling Stones song. And my dad was the lawyer for the Rolling Stones when this right. came out. And he used to sit me with Mick Jagger and Keith Richards. So I got their input because I don't shut up and I'll ask questions. <laughs> yeah, right. And what they did was they created Mother's Little Helper to help you on your way to get through your busy day. And then what the British did is they created barbiturates. And the British, by the way, using barbiturates called opium, created yeah. their empire. That's how they got Hong Kong and Singapore, the opiate wars. I could go on and on. But anyway, so wait a minute. Yeah, you're saying like m most of what we know is history, which is something I've heard before, Stephen, and, and read before, is driven by like a black market, if you can even call it that. It's driven by like large forces of drugs large amounts of drugs under the events that we accept as well this is the reason they did this is that is that sort of a theme that all of us are missing and it's just right in front of us if we look it's more than that <clears throat> did you ever ask why pot was illegal and alcohol was legal i it's a question i wonder a lot it makes no sense here's your answer if i give you alcohol you'll get fucked up that night but you'll wake up the next morning and you'll do what you're told to do. If you smoke oh. pot, you will not fall into the rhymes and the rhythms of being a slave and a servant. You will open up your consciousness and see the beyond. You will get outside your idiot mind, which is a machine that only works to make you be a slave. You need to tell your mind what to do from your heart. You don't need your mind to tell you what you can and can't do. Your mind lies to you. Your heart knows the truth. 
You think pot actually does that? You know, I've heard people criticize pot as being like a false sense of spirituality, but yeah, I mean, you know, people that smoked a lot of it. And I think the Beatles were smoking a lot when they came up with some of their best work. I mean, what do you think about the criticism of pot being? It's all bullshit. What pot does is it opens you up. It does. But, But it will not bring you to spirituality. I could get you to spirituality. And today I've read, I'll be putting it up on my website the school of sacred knowledge.com. I yeah. can teach you breath to help you all open up the portal, the vortex to the beyond your body lies to you. Your body is made to survive. It will help you eat shit, reproduce and sleep. Yeah. It will not help you reach the higher state of who and what you are. It will make you re- basically respond to fears It will make you believe that Donald Trump's going to do this to you. And the truth is, who the fuck is that fat man? (laughs) Why would anyone believe him? Why do all these Republicans drop down and kiss his toes? This fat pig doesn't give a shit about any American human being. But at the same time, you got the Democrats who are corporate Democrats. And it goes into the book that I gave you or you may not have it, Opus 1 and Opus 2, The Colonization of Earth and the Making of Mankind. Right, right. three forms of government. And I wish every child and everyone up to your age learns this because maybe you could stop it. You have authoritarian governments Mm -hmm. that have authoritarian sky gods that tell you it's okay to kill people. I told you to kill people. Like the Christian religion. And these authoritarians sit there and they make you serve them, telling you next time you could go sit with God. But right now you need to do what I'm telling you to do and you need to do it right here or you're going straight to hell. Yes. Then type two government is where you have these rules that these creatures are telling you God gave them. Why would God give them rules? Why them and not you? And they tell you, you need to go to temples or churches, or you need to show up in mosque and you need to obey and do what sky God told me to tell you to do. And if you do, oh, you too could get to heaven and sit with God next time. But in the interim, you're going to do what we need you to do. So I could live in my utopia at your expense. The word utopia means no place. And if you mm-hmm. believe utopia is someplace that you could go to be served, well, who's serving you? Those people are not living in utopia. The trick of life is the third form of government. Yeah. You need to understand how your heart works. Your heart gives carbon dioxide so the plants can survive. And we take the oxygen those plants make so we can survive. Give and take. Give and take. That's the seesaw. That's Jesus. The Christ religions of authoritarian imperial rules and imperial governments are over. We kill each other. They're over. Do you, um, I, I, I mean, look, and, and I really want to delve in. I mean, you know, just my Go. listeners know, I mean, you've worked with 
ELO, Genesis, Peter Gabriel, Phil Collins, Leonard Cohen, Phil Spector, Snoop Dogg. I mean, you mentioned uh, knowing the Rolling Stones and Bobby Brown. I mean, these are these are all people from different generations, but also kind of, especially into like the 60s, LSD became a thing. And it's psychedelic experiences being a thing. Like, do you think any of that kind of uh, hallucinogenic exploration was worth anything? Or do you think it's just totally you could skip right to focusing on the breath and the heart? The hallucinogenics was created by our CIA. They dropped that in the people. You know, in the 1980s, when I had every black act you can name, they put it into the ghetto. The CIA did that. I mean, this is disgusting. Who created AIDS? That's a chemical disease. Our CIA did that. We are a sick, sick race. They wanted to see what hallucinogenics could do to people. And you know something? If you take anything chemical, you need your head examined. Why would you put chemical energy inside your body? Only stick with what Mother Earth did. Because that's what your body can digest. I wouldn't take any chemical pills, no matter what they may do for me, except if it was life or death. Don't take anything that is not organic. You do not eat organic food. When you go to the Whole Foods, they're telling you, oh, this is organically grown. What are they telling you? Is it organic or is it not organic? Did you grow it in the soil that's polluted? Did you shoot it up? with pesticides so you could drink milk that will kill you in the end or to eat cheese that will kill you. You look at the nations that have no Monsanto like Cuba and count how many people are sick. This is disgusting. We lie to each other and now we're going to give you a shot. So, Oh wow. Everything's okay. I'm not going to stop them from polluting earth. The climate control is nonsense. It's over. Earth is upset with us and Earth will get rid of us. And when they tell you we have global warming, we've had global warming ever since the end of the Ice Age. We need to stop our bullshit. If there's an Ice Age and there is no Ice Age, isn't that global warming? And if you study the Ice Ages, they come and one is going to come. That's what happens. Things change, but we don't accept that truth. Yeah. We need to live in and with Mother Earth. We need to stop our urbanization and pollution of everything around here. Not only are we killing humans, we're killing animals and we're killing plants and we're killing the fishes. But we don't give a shit because we're the top dog. Well, what are we going to eat? And what helmets are we going to wear to breathe the air? It's not going to stop with this shot. It's going to stop when all the youth finds their leader and says, it's over. I don't want Joe Biden to tell me that we're going to have a little fracking. I don't want Joe Biden now to tell me I'm going to give all Americans affordable health care when the rest of the world has health care. We need to go to war and we need to demand right now what's ours. Or you know something? Your generation will have nothing. (laughs) You you won't be here. 
That is pretty scary. That that's pretty that's pretty scary, Stephen. I mean, look. Well, from from your perspective, I mean, uh, well, actually, I I have to ask. Did you ever do LSD? Fuck no, it's chemicals. I never took a chemical in my life. Never. Did you resist any of the? I mean, hanging around all those people in the industry, I imagine it must have been hard to resist, since it's, it's just not bad. hard to resist. I know truth. Why would I take something Earth didn't make? Did I smoke pot? Yes. Did I snort Coke, real Coke? Yes. Did I take chemical Coke? No. Did I freebase? No. Did I take heroin? No. Did I take any hallucinogenics? No. So you knew even back then when you were in the industry, the lines. Uh, would you say that there were, you, you were led to a journey to see these truths this way? Or could you have you been – because when I think of rock and roll – and, and I know you talk about this in some of your books, in the music industry, the entertainment industry, it does not, it, it does not usually go well with saving the earth. It's very commercial, it's very capitalist, and it's well, very- let me, look, But let me direct you. And when you look at these scumbags called stockbrokers and bankers, they're the same, they think they're rock and roll. Oh yeah, no, I agree. I absolutely- it's, it's all the same. They think they're God's gift to the world. Well, Mother Earth didn't say that. They did you know about Mother Earth, Earth back then? Did you know about it back in the industry, in the entertainment industry? Did you know this stuff? I or? grew up in the entertainment industry. I was educated from the age of eight or whenever I learned how to ask questions. I grew yeah. up going on the road with Sam Cooke because my dad let me. I used to hang out with James Brown. I'm being serious. No, no, I, I, used, believe, I, I believe. I you. used to look at these schools and I'm like, I'm not listening to these teachers. When I was young, the teacher taught me that Balboa discovered the Pacific. I said to the teacher, how did he discover the Pacific? Well, he went to the Pacific and he saw the Pacific and gave it its name. I said, how did he get to the Pacific? And the teacher looked at me and he goes, well, what do you mean? I said, how did he get there? And they said, well, he was taken there by the natives. I said, were the natives blind? He said, why would you ask me that? I said, didn't the natives know that the Pacific Ocean was there? Were they not able to see that? And he looks at me, goes, what are you telling me? I said, why do you want me to believe Balboa discovered the Pacific when he was brought there by the natives? What crap are you teaching me? They threw me out of class. When I was young, they told me one plus one equals two. I said, but not always. And they look at me and they go, what do you mean? I said, well, if I have one mom in Meshat, one daddy Meshat, and right now there are six Meshats, that's one plus one that became six. And I didn't know what I'm about to tell you, but if you learn how to create with each other, which is what the school of sacredknowledge.com, one word, wants yes. to instill in all of us. If you go there where all my books and music is, I teach you how to create. If you sit in a world where you become a vocation, you will learn nothing. You will perpetuate the misery that your parents have, your grandparents have, and your children will have worse because of what you did by not taking control of your own destiny. Wow. And these people that run our society, they have no morals whatsoever. None. None. 
How so you, you, were, you were able to still remain, I, I suppose, resistant to the the negative energy from the industry because you ask questions, do you think? like? No, it's not the industry. It's society. Stop blaming the music industry. The music <laughs> industry is a reflection of the society that we grow up in. Our yeah. society is nothing but a prison sentence. All I guess we, I mean, industry in general, I think problem right like capitalism like don't you think i mean like any commoditization is anybody doing business right you think no but yes okay no they're not doing business right for planet earth but yes they're doing business right for themselves mm. and life is not a business agricultural world should not be a business it's a community effort right okay there, and what I write about in my books is you need to separate business. Life is a sport. And unlike me watching the New England Patriots collapse, even though they won yesterday. Right. I mean, and I say that because you're from Boston. But um, <laughs> other than that, it's, you know, life is about making sure your team can play tomorrow. Business is absolute Pac-Man. Eat your neighbor. Become number one. Well, great. I'm number one. I'm Amazon. Now what am I going to do? If I ran the United States, I would separate. I would all, totally take over Facebook. I'd end that crap. You're sitting yeah. there on Facebook and now you become, you're their consumer and now you're the product. They sit and analyze your stuff and feed it to everybody so they can sell you stuff you don't want. Then you got Amazon. That needs to be broken into 50 different chapters. Jeff Bozo doesn't deserve all that money. We sit. MVP, yeah. most valuable player. He figured out a great business. He figured out a great scheme. But it needs to be stripped of it. Once upon a time, America had people like Teddy Roosevelt who had morals and they had visions. You can't let one person run the United States. You can't do that. And then the greatest lesson the United States will ever learn is you can't have a merchant run a country he's a merchant we yeah. got what we asked for he could give a shit about your life all he wanted was numbers and the big lie is he said without me you wouldn't have a stock revival they don't give a shit about donald trump look at the stock market now and the stock market is a scam because it's how they put money into the money supply through bankers instead of you, the people. And I go into this, and we don't have enough time for me to analyze it, but I would sure share it with all your listeners because I am thinking of running for office, not just the U.S. Senate. There's what? something wrong here. There is absolutely no morals. And the thing that scares everybody that knows me, I don't do this for money. I could give a shit. I know how to make money. I know how to do it. Right now, we're putting out, and you should look it up. It will be out in two weeks, Rock's Revolt and the Velvets. It will be the biggest band I've had in 40 years. And I've wow. had many platinum records in between those 40 years. This woman's got it. She's, yeah. got it. She's as good as anyone I've ever had. We've got an album coming out. The videos are great. And it's time we have rock and roll back. You know, not music to go sell ads to. What is this? So wait a minute. Did you when did when did it go down the wrong path? You think? I'll tell you exactly. 
the day the Vietnamese beat us in 1975, America died. My generation grew up. We were the greatest nation in the world. In fact, in 1954, we added the words under God to our Pledge of Allegiance because under God, we would take over the world. So right. what we did, being the cowards of the world, we went to war in Korea before that, but never declared war. We went to war in Vietnam for the Catholic Church because we wanted South Vietnam to be Catholic to stop communism. What kind of bullshit is this? When the French lost <laughs> and the French were the Germans who were incarcerating the Vietnamese during World War II, we gave them back their territories in Southeast Asia. So now all of a sudden, my generation has to go fight in Vietnam. But we weren't allowed to play offense. We were only defense. We got wiped out. The Vietnamese beat us. Yeah. And in 1975, when they took the troops out, America became a different, different country. It was no longer ask what you could do for your country. Nope, we became a country instead of we's, the rock and roll generation, we became a nation of pigs, me. We switched the we and we became a me. And we took the R out of land of the free and made it the land of the fee. And my country changed and corporations came in. They bought up everything that can make them money. And they took music and made it a business when music is an art. Movies is mm -hmm. an art. And they made it a business. And if you want to make quantity, you need to have quality. We are selling. And that's why the music of my generation is still so predominant. There's nothing Nothing that was created since then. And I had a lot of hits in the zeros and the tens, but it's all trash. It will melt like ice cream. Wow. Wow. It will not last like a pyramid. Holy moly. Right now, before I go, because I don't intend to ever come back to earth again, I'm here to wake everybody up. And I'm where, honored I could do this. Where are I you going? <laughs> Where are you going? I'm ascending. You could either reincarnate or you could ascend. I'm out of here. Wait, I, I teach you. you I Wait, teach what does that look like? Ascend. What? What does that look like? Like, does that mean you're actually gonna uh, die? Go to the, the next dimension. Or it's you... like any video game. I got involved in so many video games. I worked with Capcom. I did yeah. Street Fighter. I did their movies. Oh and, my God. Um, so cool. It's the same platforms. You get out of this platform. That's where they got the whole theories from. Wait a minute. So so describe to me in a very two-dimensional way. Because my, my when people say I'm leaving, I'm just imagining in a hospital bed, they close their eyes and then they go to heaven or whatever. Are you is your physical body going to be on earth and you're going to ascend? And will you look like you have died? Or are you speaking about something else entirely? I can't go into it too deep, but I could give you the following. You are a body, and that body is from Mother Earth. When your body dies, I'm trying to, I'm stalling for a second. Let me explain it to you differently. You're a collection of cells. A yeah. cell has three things. It has a proton and a neutron and an electron. 
but the two things they said to you, protons and electrons, a proton is the outside and it goes, it circles the way the earth goes around the sun. The electron is the inside and it circles the way the sun goes around the universe. It's two different motions. And if you play with your fingers, you could see what I'm telling you. But then there's a neutron and inside mm. the neutron is your energy. It's your consciousness. When you die, that neutron dies with you. And the electron and proton is still here. You've left. You go back to where you came from. And you have a choice. You could ascend and go to the light. Or you could stay in purgatory and figure out how you could come back to earth again and try it all over again. But when your body, when your energy leaves your body, your body then it comes alive and it returns to earth. And it, it goes back to earth. You become the dust and you become food for the worms and food for the insects. Yeah. And by the way, in my movies, Saving the Motherland that I told you about, what we did is we recorded plants and I made an album with plant music. And it's one of the most beautiful albums I've ever done. And then volume two of that movie, Saving the Motherland, it's all up on my website, the schoolofsacredknowledge.com, one word. The Father Two is Songs of Father God. It's the Catholic Church's songs asking God to kill the Eastern Orthodox Father God's children and Eastern Orthodox children singing to their Father God, asking Father God to kill the Catholic Churches. It's outrageous. It's that simple and it's that evil. And they're I'm the here. ones running everything. Is that it? Is it? it do What's, you really think the Vatican is like the top of the you're the, the top of the darkest forces? Hundred percent. They're the Illuminati. They know everything I'm telling you. They took in it. If you go to my website and you go look up Act Ten, Taking Jesus Off the Cross, which is my new book, Opus Two. I read it to you. I tell you exactly what went on. Jesus came here to show you that Father God has not hired anyone to speak for Father God. Father God lives in your heart. And Father God told everyone to honor your mother and your father. Not your parents. Honor your mother, Mother Earth, and honor your father, me. And take no other Father God but me. Do not take any idols. Do not look at images. Just know I live inside your heart and listen to your heart because your heart will never do you wrong. If you listen to your brain, your brain will make you a beast because the brain's all about your survival. And if I make you live in fear, you will kill everyone near you. Wow. Wow. So this is, you know, I've heard this view of Jesus before, or at least a, a version of it where he's much more of a, of a mystic uh, talking more about this, this very humanistic perspective. When you say you pray to Jesus, I don't pray uh, to Jesus. I talk oh, okay. with Jesus. You talk with him, but you don't think that So you think when people are like praying to Jesus and they're holding the cross and they're like, Jesus, That's Jesus, jerk off time. you might as well sit and jerk off. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, he wouldn't like that, would he? Is what Why you're would thinking. He? 
forgive me, Father, for I have done sin. Well, why did you do sin? Right. Right. It, you know, we have gods that you wind them up and, you know, if you're Christian, you see them on Sunday. If you're a Hebrew, now called a Jew, and the Jews and Hebrews have nothing in common, but you're not allowed to know that. There's okay. the two different populations. And the, or you're Islamic and you speak to your God on Friday. What is this? Friday, because of Venus, it's the, you know, it's the planet of desire and love. The Islamics do it because of love. The Hebrews start, now Jews start their temples on Friday night because of desire. And Saturday is the day of wisdom. So you could use your wisdom to stop desire and do what? Put a, put a hat on your head? Why are you wearing a hat? If God wanted you to wear a hat, don't you think God would have made you with a hat? If you learn how to open up your chakras, you can communicate directly with higher power. But not if you cover your head. You will live with the lower powers. These comedianic frauds sitting there telling you, I speak to God for you. And then on Sunday you go, and I kill everybody and I did it in the name of Christ? <laughs> Are you kidding me? The Vatican has been at war for 1,700 years. I gave lectures in Israel what I'm telling you about. I was going to say, where do you, I mean, I, I have a question about knowing about the, uh, where you get this knowledge anyways, but like when you can so confidently speak about what's going on with the Catholic Church, how do you know it's true? Where did you learn? Of course, it, because I've got their books. I've got the same books they burnt. Those oh, books never dis disappeared. They burnt these books. How did you get access to them? They're all over the place. Interesting. You know, this, everything I'm telling you, and I could not have pulled this off 10 years ago, but I can now. When you and I get off, write this down. Look up Book of Anenki, E-N-K-I. Okay, okay. This Wait, well, yeah. There were three gods that made mankind. I, tell, I, I unravel the Bible in Opus 1. I tell you the meaning of the Bible. We are an alien race that came to Earth 300,000 years ago, made totally by the Nephilim. Yeah, in people keep talking about this Nephilim. I, I, the, the, these were huge uh, creatures of sort. We don't know that. Oh, that's, they, that's... Came, they came from another planet. The planet they came through is called Nibiru. All these books are out there. The Vatican couldn't burn the cuneiforms. But they sure came to the new world with the maps of the new world. And they sure killed everything they could get their hands on with their asshole Spanish conquistadors. You ever ask right. yourself why we call Latin America Latin America instead of Spanish America? There's not one person down there that speaks the language called Latin. They're Spanish. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. And where did that. Spanish come from? Oh, it came from the Latin language. Where did English come from? Da, 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 da. It came from the Latin language. You know, it's like, what are they telling you? If you're European based, you either came from the Latin language or you came from the Greek language. Wow. So wait a minute. You 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 read these books. I mean, how do you know that they're more legitimate than the Bible? The Bible's the Bible's not finished. 
These Bibles answer what the Bible didn't give you the answers to. When you read about the story of the flood, there's one God that says, I want to kill him. And another God that says, I'm going to save him. Maybe there's two gods. And what is God? Where did the name God come from? That's what the Nephilim used to call themselves. And what did they do? Well, 300,000 years ago, they took two-legged creatures and they created those two creatures in their image. They gave us most of their consciousness. And if you study what I just told you and you Google this, you will find out that about 300,000 years ago, mankind all of a sudden evolves and mankind has 233 enzymes that never appeared here on earth until that day. Well, where did they come from? So if you critically answer, ask that question, you will be told, oh, they came from a bacteria. Excuse me, what bacteria? Well, the bacteria bit these animals and they transferred this intelligence. And then if you look up Zimbabwe, and you go to Zimbabwe ancient runes, you can see the human li- the laboratories where they created mankind. We were created. That Bible tells you the truth. We were created. Our consciousness got locked in this body. And there's two parts here. There's a consciousness and your consciousness inside the body is called the soul. It's not your whole consciousness. It's your physical consciousness, your soul and your body. And your body will run your physical soul. And the trick in life is to get to your higher consciousness. What was the path to your awakening? I came to Earth to do this. I spent my whole life researching this. I produced music in over 100 nations. And I went and visited every site that I could get my feet on to learn the truth of mankind. I've lived in Peru, Bolivia, Egypt. I've lived in uh, Israel. I lived in... All over. I lived in India. I lived in Japan. I lived in China. Hey, you want me to fuck with your brains? Look yeah, up L O N G Y O U caves. Long. Wait a minute. Y O U caves. Okay, in China. In Ch- yeah, 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 yeah. Just look at that. Twenty-four artificial caves. They're not artificial. They were built 300,000 years ago when Earth was invaded by the Anakis. The Anaki is the name in the Nephilim. Right, right. No, wait, isn't that Zachariah, Zachariah Stitchin? Yeah, he's one of my favorite people I have ever graced. And without him, I don't know if I would be able to do what I'm doing now. He was my pioneer. I know a lot of people. I'm someone that people like engaging with. I worked with Stan Lee over at, you know, we had a company called Stan Lee Media. Yeah. Where do you think X-Men came from? But he didn't have the balls to tell you what I'm telling you. Because they were scared. They were scared that if they were wrong, the sky god that everyone worships might do what? And I used to tell him that. What's he going to do to you? He may put me in hell. I said, Stan, we live in hell. We made this hell. If we really believed in Sky God, we wouldn't do the things we do to each other. He really believed all this stuff? Like Stan Lee knew it all? They've read it. Anyone with an imagination, you know, knows these truths. 
Like Peter Gabriel, I did an album with him called So. Yeah. Okay, look up So in Africa. Let's see. That's, that's... What is, that's the origins of the Santeria religion. That's interesting. Yeah, and your website, the uh, the school of sacredknowledge.com, uh, which we're gonna link to. The the tagline is we're forbidden metaphysical truths become pop culture. Um I will, I will make this pop culture before I leave, I promise you. <laughs> Wait, the, this interview <laughs> or or just you you in general. Uh, no, I'll do this. Hey man, I, I know I kind of believe you. I just tell you the truth. I mean, when you study Stephen Machat, the energy, how did Stephen Machat get in business with all these creative people? Why me and nobody else? I didn't do it as part of a big corporation. I did it as their sword and their shield. And every artist I've represented, the time that we were together is their highest point in their career. And I walked away from all of them because I didn't want to just be them. I wanted to continue my quest. I wanted to find my holy grail. I wanted to discover the heartbeat of the universe. And when I leave Earth, I don't want to come back as a caterpillar. I want to leave Earth as a butterfly. And no, I did everything I could to help all the children who came after me. That's all I want. And if I get that reward, I will be ascending and you can say whatever you want. But this man loves people. I do not like organizations. Wow. I'm thinking about other producers. I mean, like, is Quincy Jones not tapped in? No, Quincy Jones is a pig. And I know him well. Yes, he's tapped in. But Quincy Jones loves money. You can't have two, you can't have two um, idols two gods. You either worship possession called mammon and the imperial religions and imperial gods, or you worship truth, which I call God. I mean, yeah, someone really should do a documentary about you. I mean, if you're, what you're saying is true, which I, I believe it is, you are. I'll tell you of... something. If it's not true, I just gave you a better reason to live than any other reason you'll ever get. Oh, you're like the metaphysical Phil Spector is what I'm hearing behind Phil the Spector, By the way, I worked with this guy. This guy was fucking out of his mind and he amused me. <laughs> How did he? Yeah, he was like firing a gun in the studio. But what else was he doing? He did that. Did he do it regularly? You know, in 1976, he took a gun out when I was with my father and I was about to start working with dad. And we were sitting in this restaurant and he took the gun out and shot out the ceiling of the restaurant with people in it. Oh my gosh. And I'm looking and I'm like, this is fucked up. But at the same time, Phil Spector said, you know, your father told me you're the greatest poker player in the world. And I'm like, whatever. And I'm looking at my dad and he says, I don't believe that. Your father said, I can never get a rise out of you. And I'm like, what are you telling me? He stood up and he shot out the ceiling. And I, I couldn't believe what I was watching, but I wouldn't give him a rise. I gave him no emotion and I just kept really calm. And wow. Phil Spector looks, he goes, Marty, I guess you're right. At the same time, the people that owned the restaurant came running over. Phil, Phil, very funny, very funny. 
and the next thing I know, my dad's giving them, he says, I'll take care of it. Just send me the bill. We'll pay it. And the guy named George, who was sitting there with me, took yeah. Phil out of the restaurant and put him home. But the truth is, Phil did many of those things, but because he was an ATM machine, yeah, right. people wanted the money. They looked over it. The best example I could give you is Michael Jackson. I saw it. I mean, and it's disgusting that no one stopped him. He was crying out loud for help. He raped all those boys. Wait, did he actually? A hundred percent. No ifs, ands, or buts. I saw what he did. I saw what he did with my band, The New Edition. I know what he did. And, you know, they put me on a Russian documentary, and I just said it loud and clear. He was begging for help. If he did it seven times, and the person that he did it to was all the same seven Plato copies, blonde hair, blue eyes, and young. I mean, what don't we understand? And if he didn't do it, why is he hanging out with them? What is a 30-year-old, 32-year-old, 40-year-old, 45-year-old? He died in 2009. He was 51 or whatever. Yeah, he was 51. What is this? <laughs> See, now, wait a minute. I, I've been very, I mean, look, I've always thought Michael was one of the people that uh, the media got wrong and unfairly accused him versus the CEO. 100%. The media yeah. is scumbags. They so did the not go scumbags, far but, he, but he's still a pedophile. You believe he is. I know he is. There's a difference. Now, how do you know? Are you just saying it in your gut or did you actually see things? I saw what he did to my band new edition. He started fondling these teenage boys asses when we were oh, at their house. Wow. Wow. What? Wow. Okay. It's 1986. So how old is Michael? He was born in 58. So he's 28. What yeah. is a 28-year-old man fondling some boy's ass? Yeah. I mean, that is... that is. And by the way, if that's what you lot. like to do, okay, but what are you doing? You know, I sent him to his house to watch Debbie Does Dallas. And he, right. And what he did was he showed him Michael Jackson films in Disneyland, and he started grabbing one of their asses, teaching them how to move their ass like he did. And I'm like... What are you doing? They they got really, really, really mad. Holy I crap. Knew I knew Michael. I mean, he didn't write those songs. I sued Michael for one of my artists named Manu Dibango. He stole the whole song called I Want to Be Starting Something. Manu Dibango called it Soul Makosa. Interesting. Can you hear the original version somewhere? Put on Soul Right now, go to Soul Makosa. Here, let's see. Soul Makosa. M-A-K-O-S-A. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Man, you didn't go. So what do he stole? Did he steal Listen other stuff? Wait a second. I don't know what he did. Yeah. I know he did that. Michael Jackson was a part of a team. Quincy Jones and Rod Temperton wrote those songs. They had the best players in the world coming. And Michael Jackson was a lucky man because at that time, we had cable and MTV was a cable network and they had to put black music on, right? Because blacks right. didn't watch cable because cable didn't go into the ghetto, but they needed a black artist who better than Michael Jackson. 
So he was a product of uh, CBS smart business people. CBS did everything they could to break him. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, he's one of the guys I look up to. I mean, I always thought he was innocent, but hey, you were if you were there with these new edition. Um more than that, edition- I knew I knew the father of the the he was a dentist. I knew the guy that got the twenty-five million dollars. The kid in ninety-three. Whatever it was, yeah. These are yeah. true. Why would you pay him twenty-five million dollars? Right, right. That's and, interesting. And by the way. I looked at the father go, why would you take the money? Yeah, that's what I've always thought was weird. And he said, because it was so much that I had to take it. And I would have gone right at him. Yeah, I mean, I would have uh, wanted to see this man in jail the rest of my I wouldn't want to see rest of his life. I would want him to get better. Don't play on young boys who have divorced mothers. You don't do it. Right, right. And then what do you say about Macaulay Culkin and all the people and Corey Feldman that have come to his defense over the years? Because they were partners in it. Oh, that's <laughs> that's something I haven't thought about. Hey. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Now, wait a minute. Have you spoken these truths to people? I feel like this is the type of thing you could get in trouble for. I'm not going to get in trouble for speaking the truth. And everyone knows I'm telling the truth. It's all over the internet. I looked at Michael Jackson differently. He was crying out loud for help. And our vampire capitalistic society figured, fuck him. Let's just push him as far as we could go. And they're guilty because they could have helped him. Yeah. Yeah. And also uh, Whitney Houston, too, right? Whitney Houston, I made her first record. She was in a band that I had called Material. She sang for it. I helped set her up with Bobby Brown. She was a drug addict the day I met her, and she was a drug addict when she married Bobby Brown. She destroyed Bobby Brown. She was older than Bobby, and she got Bobby doing shit that I didn't know he did before. Interesting. Interesting. And the system knew it. Yeah. That is, uh, why are we given these different, who's in charge of this narrative? That the people that make money out of it. Oh, poor Whitney. Poor Whitney. Yeah, poor Whitney. You fucking assholes were sitting there feeding off her and not helping her. Yeah. She did it all in public view. Right. What in the world is your life? I mean, this is, do you, do you ever, you know, you're talking about things now. I mean, definitely the pandemic and uh, say about the Catholic church and things like that. I mean, do you taking think- Jesus off the cross is my lifetime album. It's yes, everything yeah. I came here to live. I never believe the Catholic story. And what they did is like a Pink Floyd song. They needed an us and them. So if you read that Jesus died a Hebrew and he was killed by the Jews, you need to see real quickly that there's something not right here. Mm. It's yeah. like, what are you telling me? And then when you read, and this is a lecture I gave in Israel, that the Jews had a disappointment, whatever it's called. They had to leave Jerusalem. Diaspora. Yeah. They were at diaspora, right? Well, 
Look up 132 AD, Hebrews versus Romans in Jerusalem. Well, what is this? That's what I asked the Israeli government when I spoke to them. What'd they tell you? Uh, They didn't know what to tell me. I said, how could you let this lie go on? A Jew was the word. There was a no J in any language. It was a Y. A J came into the languages in the 1500s. All right. Yeah. So all those books are rewritten. And so um, anyway, um, why do you let this go on? They used to call the people of Jerusalem Utes. Like I'm calling you Bostonian, right? Yeah, yeah. This is, I mean, you are saying some really mind-bending stuff here. Uh, do you, I mean, what? In, and you've talked about the CIA a bunch of times. I mean, look, you're a pretty well-known name in the industry. How are you still alive, you think? Like, why is the CIA not taking you out? Because they when I ran for office here in Miami, they tried to discredit me by calling me a spiritual candidate, the rock and roller. They're yeah. not going to take me out. If you take me out, you made, you made me a martyr. My books are up there. People will read them. How did the Catholic Church, you, you mentioned the Catholic Church banned one of your books. Is that true? Yeah. They banned a book called Spiritual Insomnia. I tell you exactly what the Catholic Church did. You know, you want, if you're bored, look what they did when people in France used to sing songs called Cathars. Huh. So that's what Oh my oh. So how do you know it was the Catholic Church that did this to you? What's the what's the story there, Stephen? Just look it up. You can read it. So there's a story about you versus the Catholic Church. No, no, no. Oh. In the twelve hundredth century. The me and the Catholic Church, whatever. They know what they know this. There's a guy named Saint Francis of Assisi, right? Yeah. Well, Francis was never a bishop let alone a priest, let alone a cardinal. He dies, they make him a saint. He did everything he could to overthrow the church. Okay, okay. So they are just completely, uh, I mean, look, what is my responsibility? You came on this show because you think your generation messed up everything. Like, what is the best way to get the story right for people? Just make them aware of who I am. If I do nothing else, if I could get you to critically analyze and question everything you hear that doesn't sit well in your heart, then you know something? I will sleep well when I leave Earth. Socrates, who's one of my heroes, they said to him, we've sentenced you to death for teaching people to ask questions. They said, what would you like? He said, you should give me a lifetime employment because I helped children grow up. So they said, now we're gonna put you in death. So he said, what poison do you want? He said, give me a hemlock. I don't wanna live in this world that people cannot ask questions until the world's ready to answer the questions. And he killed himself. Oh, man. Well, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that, Stephen, though. I know you mentioned no, it. No. 
no, no, I've got music coming out. I've got these books coming out. I've got a bunch of movies coming out. I mean, I'm ready. I'm, they took, they killed, my son died. I had a record label with my son. It was the biggest international independent record label, electronic record label, and a band killed my son. Their energy destroyed my son. And it was vicious and it was dark. When you say their energy did, uh, do you- They were worshiping Satan. And they brought, they believe they brought Satan into the room. And my son flipped out. And he got out of there and ran out with the drug dealer who was going to yeah. keep yeah. him alive while they went to get more Coke. And my son drove himself to his death in Miami where I was living. And my goal was to open up a record label based in LA, Miami and London. Right. Instead in New York. Right. And I'm going to do it now. I'm ready. I found the new artist that I need. Rocks Revolt and the Velvets will be one of the biggest bands I've ever had. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. That's great. I know no answers, but I'm aware of a lot of things. How much longer do you want to go? <laughs> I I am very interested. Wait, why, what, don't you, what why don't you retain what I gave you? Send it out to your fans. Your fans can communicate with me through you or my website. I like you. I like your energy. And we can do part two. Yeah, I'd love to know. I mean, look, briefly, before we wrap up, I'm very curious. Do you think that there are satanic pedophiles that are running the world like alt-right QAnon people have us believe? What is your stance on that? I believe there have been pedophiles here since the beginning of mankind. I believe QAnon is a commercialization because within those QAnon areas, all they did was share the information to divide us. I want to give you the information to unite us, which you did before you could be forgiven for. I want us all to hold hands and just build a land a land where we could live life, liberty, and pursue happiness with the community support, not protect other people's properties, where we put people second to property. If I could get there, if I could help unite the United States, we are a divided nation. We're red versus blue, and we will have a civil war, I promise you, unless some force gets in there and goes, stop. Like yeah, a train track. it's screwed up. We have baby Huey in the White House saying that the election was stolen. He's the only person that would have stolen the election. Yeah, he tried. And then you then you get this asshole named Giuliani who should be disbarred. If I <laughs> yeah. was Donald Trump, I would go home. Get ready for 2022, run for president again in 2024. And I would do my best to win Georgia so the Senate doesn't become one of the Democratic Party's three branches, you know, Senate, Congress, and the presidency, because you need to maintain balance. That's the trident. You need to maintain balance. You cannot go one way or the other because people will kill each other. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, everybody, I'm going to link Stephen 
Mashat's website, stephenmashat.com. And of course, the school of sacredknowledge.com. Check out his books, the school sacredknowledge.com. You can hear my lectures, you can see my music, you can get my history, you can see I'm putting up videos every day of all the artists that the Mashat's father and my son, my father and my son. And I'm the Holy Ghost. I'm the energy. Oh, I love that. Yeah, man, you are. You are definitely. I mean, we didn't even like tap into, you know, the Odyssey Almanac and uh, and rock and roll gods, gangsters and honor. I mean, you, you've had such a life. I definitely need to have you on again. Um, you let me know. Yeah, and I hope you don't become president too soon because then I'll never be able to book you. But actually, no, this guy should work. You should run, man. You should run before you ascend. I, I'm, I'm ready to, for that ticket. You know something? I just need this stuff to get out there. I need you to, when you go on my website, listen to the um, Act 10, Taking Jesus Off the Cross. I give you the metaphysical truths, how they did it, why they did it, and where it went wrong. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, check it out. Check Stephen, it out. <laughs> Stephen Machat, you have been awesome. This was a mind-blowing conversation. Uh, definitely excited to have you come back. Thank you so much for uh, being on the show. I'm honored, and I look forward to talking to you in a couple of weeks. But look up what I told you and figure it out. Sounds great. I'm going to check it out and we will circle back. We will circle back for sure. Thank you. Even though the audio was bad at the beginning, it didn't really matter because we didn't talk about the history of viruses anyways. Did we? We didn't talk about that at all. We talked about a mind that never stops questioning. And we talked about the hidden history of our civilization and who we are. I hope this guy runs for president. It'd be interesting. And he knows all these people in the business. I mean, grew up with Sam Cooke. Now he's in Florida. What an interesting guy. Stephen Machat, grateful you came on the show. Again, uh, please, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave a five-star review on iTunes. Greatly appreciate it. We're going to bring you some more from the depths of truth coming up. New episode very soon. Looking forward to sharing it with you. <laughs>